Don't worry, I'm not giving you a spoiler. The thing that I'm about to say doesn't involve the plot of the most recent episode, though we will be talking about that in a little bit. But the question arose in the most recent episode of Star Trek Picard. Why don't the Romulans use AI? And I got to thinking about it, because it's something that I had never noticed before. And the more I thought about it, the more questions I had. And, well, I have some ideas of what I hope the answer is, and what I really hope the answer isn't, and I want to talk about them on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset. And yeah, I want to talk about the most recent episode of Star Trek Picard today, because I've really been enjoying this series, and I hope you have too. It's, I hate to say it this way, because a lot of people who use this kind of verbiage are people that I really don't want to be associated with, but this feels like the Star Trek that I've been missing, and I am so glad to have it in my life. But before we get into it, if you haven't already, please do take a minute to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. Thank you to everyone who's already done that. Alrighty, so before we go into the spoiler zone, and there's going to be spoilers for a lot of Star Trek today, but I'll, I'll let you know about that in a minute. This episode was beautiful. As much as I enjoyed the first episode, like this show shows me that they don't need to find their groove, they know their groove, and they're running with it. And that makes me so happy. All of the new characters are really interesting. The mystery that they've set up is actually interesting, and hopefully they already know the answer and they're working towards it, and this isn't one of them J.J. Abrams mystery box things. Everything seems to be firing on all cylinders. The performances are amazing. Just everything is really on point. And I'm so excited about that. But they are continuing to give us these mysteries, aren't they? They continue to drip out this idea, this question, at the heart of the series. And the more I think about it, the more I delve into it, and I've already done a couple episodes on it, the more curious I get. Like, I almost feel like the log lines for this series could be curiouser and curiouser. Because I feel like I'm falling down a rabbit hole in all the right ways. So if you haven't checked out Star Trek Picard yet, please do. It is such a good show. It's already been greenlit for a second season, so it's not going to go away if it doesn't get the support it deserves in season one. But mm, as much as I enjoyed The Mandalorian and felt like that was really good Star Wars, this is so much better. The storytelling, the acting, everything. 
But then again, I'm biased because I love me some Star Trek. But I don't think I can say anything more before getting into spoilers. So, everything that I'm going to be saying beyond this point will contain some spoilers for Episode 2 of Star Trek Picard. It will also contain spoilers for Star Trek Enterprise and probably some of the other Star Trek series throughout the years, but I know definitely for Enterprise. So, I, I, if you haven't seen the most recent episode of Picard, I think that's the most pressing thing here, and you don't want any spoilers, go watch it, and then come back, and let's talk. Because the question that they brought up this episode, why don't Romulans use AI, is so interesting to me. Alrighty, so spoilers are incoming in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay, when, when when that question gets asked, I it blew my mind. It completely floored me. Because I'm like, no. They use AI. They don't they? And then I started thinking about what little we know about the Romulans. And like when Deanna Troy was kidnapped and put on a Romulan ship. At no point did anyone do the Star Trek thing. Computer, blah 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 blah. And that may have just been for the simple fact that they didn't want to hire a different voice actor to play the voice of the Romulan computer. Maybe. But now, it stands out. When Picard is on Romulus, yeah, they don't use AIs. Again, we don't see anybody talking to the computers, and it's actually really conspicuous when you really think about it, because Sela. So if you haven't, if you're not familiar with the episode I'm talking about, it's called Unification Part One and Two, and Spock has gone to Romulus to attempt to bring about the reunification of the Romulan and the Vulcan people. And through course of the episode, they get kidnapped by Sela, who plans to invade Vulcan. And the whole plan is based off of the idea that Spock is going to give a message that will distract people long enough for the Romulans to actually land ground troops, and once they get dug in, people will have to get used to the fact that Romulans control Vulcans, be Vulcan because it will take too long and too much effort to dislodge them. Hmm. Now, where this episode becomes really important in this is when Spock says no, Sela writes a program to deliver the speech. Now that's important. They have a hologram of Spock, and it needs programming. This isn't like the holograms that we see used in the, the Federation. It's not like they're holograms where they would put in his psychological matrix, they would be able to feed it the ideas of what they wanted, and it would be able to produce a very Spock-like speech. No, she actually has to write the speech, and she actually makes the point to say that she would have preferred him cooperate with them because they're not going to be able to take questions because she would have had to have written too many responses. 
yeah, it's not an interactive hologram. That's interesting. That's an interesting thing to think about. And it's something that I hadn't noticed. It just kind of flew by me in the episode, and I just kind of wrote it off as, well, this is Seela's hubris. I mean, they've already set her up to be just this proud, arrogant Romulan. And so the idea that she would micromanage even what the hologram says, it it made perfect sense to me at the time. And now, given this question, have you ever noticed that the Romulans don't use AIs? Oh my goodness. No. No, I didn't. And lest somebody brings it up because they have a hazy memory of it, there is an episode where Riker gets abducted and it's apparently by Romulans, but it really isn't. It's it's actually by a kid who's putting forth a scenario that, well, it's, the kid's not. The room that they're in is putting forth a scenario that it thinks Riker will buy into to get the kid a uh, guardian, someone real to interact with. So that wasn't really the Romulans. When they kidnap Geordi, they don't use an AI to control him. They brainwash him, but they actually have to send commands to him to get him to do the things that he wants. He's not on autopilot. He's merely made suggestible. So even there, we don't see them using their very advanced brainwashing techniques to make an automaton. No, they made a suggestible person who could be instructed as needed to carry out tasks. That's a very different thing. So that that doesn't work. And I'm just going through all the situations in my mind. Yet we never see the Romulans dealing with an AI. We never see them at all. And one of the things that this has going for it is, unlike the Klingons and some of the other species in Star Trek, they're, the Romulans are one of the people, few people that we know the least about. So it's very easy to pick out an anomaly like this and say, oh, that's intentional. I bet you never thought about it that way and get people like me all worked up about it. And hopefully you are too. And then I thought about an episode of Enterprise, Babel 1. And the more I thought about it and what went on there and what's going on in this series, I got concerned that I think I might know where they're going with this and I hope I'm wrong. Complete and total spoiler alert for the episode Babel 1 from the Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> now, Okay, having said that, I am really going to skip to the end because it's the end part that to me is the most interesting. So basically, in this plot arc, what we have happening is a whole bunch of, this is pre-Federation, but we have Vulcan ships attacking Andorian ships, and Andorian ships attacking Vulcan ships, and everybody else attacking Tellarite ships, and Tellarites attacking everybody else. And what we end up learning is that the Romulans have a drone ship that is filled with hollow emitters and can look like any ship that it wants. It can even, even tailor its weapons so that they resemble the weapons of the species that they are impersonating so that when they do forensic checks on 
the the damage, they can frame the people that they're wanting to frame because they can see that the Federation is coming and they don't want that to happen. Now, the person in charge of this project is a Romulan by the name of Valdor. Now, Valdor is important because, well, as we have seen, this, this series has a very strong and profound relationship with the, the Star Trek Nemesis. There's a Romulan ship in Nemesis named Valdor. So this could be where some of these ideas came from, that they were just sifting through Nemesis. Oh, what, who was Valdor? Oh, wait, that was named after a character, blah, 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 or vice versa. Da, 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 da. That, that could be how this came about. But we're talking about in-universe stuff, so the behind-the-scenes we'll find out about when we find out about them. But this is really interesting. So we this character actually has a connection to Star Trek Nemesis. Okay. So what did Valdor do? They did not build an AI ship. Yeah, they didn't. Remember I said it was a drone? It was a drone that was controlled by a psychic member of the Andorian species called an Einar. The Einar had enough power that when hooked up to the subspace relays, they could control the ship and all of its functions. So again, we see them brainwashing a humanoid species for their own purposes. Now, wouldn't it be easier for them to just build an AI? And have an AI doing this? Because the reason I bring that up is back when I originally watched this episode, and I watch Star Trek every day, and so every couple of years we get around to Star Trek Enterprise again, and I've seen this episode so many times. I never found myself asking the question, why didn't Valdor make an AI? Because it's so integral to the plot that this is how we find out about the secret species of Andorians. And we're really on this push where we're learning a lot about the various founding members of the Federation. So I, I just didn't question it. I didn't think about it. But yeah, why didn't they just build an AI that they could have programmed and sent orders to? If they had done that, then the entire plot of the episode wouldn't have worked because they end up meeting the sister of the guy who got kidnapped. She's able able to psychically connect with her brother and then get him to destroy the ship and, oh, there's going to be hell to pay. But again, no AI. No AI involved. Now, this is where I start getting concerned. <laughs> this is where I really start getting concerned about what they're going to be doing going forward because we know that the Romulan Free State has gotten themselves what they refer to as the Artifact. And the Artifact appears to be a Borg cube. Now, I'm saying it that way because it's obviously a Borg cube, and it has Borg people on it, and they have been in stasis for a very long time. We don't know how long they have had access to this cube. We don't know how long this cube has been disassociated from the Collective though we do find out that the Collective is still around, and we have no idea 
why the Romulan Free State. And I'm sure that that's important for events coming up later where we're going to find out that there are now multiple Romulan states. Why they are taking apart the ship. We learn one thing. Soji tells us that the Romulans are selling off technology that they're harvesting from the ship to make profit. And that's apparently how they're paying for the rebuilding of the Romulan Free State in whatever state it is. Okay. And whatever state the, it finds itself in. I, I, I'm assuming they have a planet somewhere, or who knows, maybe just a flotilla, I don't know. We haven't gotten that kind of information yet. The Borg are interesting because even the Borg didn't have an AI. So far as we can tell, and this is a question that I've had for a while, and this may be the thing that we finally get an answer to, the Borg Queen was an individual who was then kind of put into this place where she could hear and mediate the thoughts of the collective. She became a cipher, a filter by which to regulate the thoughts of the collective and wasn't an AI in and of herself. This could explain some of the Romulan interest in this and why the, um, the Jat Vash haven't shut down the project, even though they're there. But they're not there out of interest in the project. They're there because Soji is there and they want to learn why. And that is an interesting thing in and of itself. Why? Because it intimates that Maddox has a plan, he's up to something, and that there are more than just Soji and Doge. Because they refer to the nest. They're looking for the nest. That gives, just gives me the sense that they believe that there are more AIs out there, that these are not the first that they've run into, and that Maddox is up to something. Up to what? We don't know. But our question today is, why don't the Romulans have an AI? Why don't they use AI? What are they afraid of? Well, I think that there are two interesting options here. One, that this goes back to the Civil War on Vulcan that led to the division between the two, pe the two peoples. We know that in the end, Sarek, not Sarek, um, <laughs> we know that in the end, the Vulcans, I'll just say it like that because my brain is completely fried. The, the Vulcans ended up going with logic and that the Romulans remained intrinsically interested in passion and secrecy. So where was it? Did it start? If it started as a rebellion to a surveillance state, that used AI to monitor and predict crime, just an idea, like something out of the Minority Report. And that's what started the war between the Romulan, but who would become the Romulans and the Vulcans. That would be interesting. And it would become this cultural taboo that we don't allow AI to come in. AI is intrinsically a danger. Eh, maybe. It could also have something to do with the philosophy that we see the Vulcans adapting, adopting. Surak, 
when he put together the Vulcan mind, did kind of base it on a computer. It's all about logic, pure, cold, dispassionate logic. So this could be some um, latent fear from the war, some xenophobia left over from the war. Again, I think that would be bizarre, and I hope that they're not going there. My biggest concern is that something like what we saw happen in the Star Trek Discovery episode, well, season, the whole last season, where an AI went crazy and tried to destroy everything, tried to take over everything. What if the Romulans got a copy of that? Well, that doesn't answer the question why back in Enterprise days. So why? What if something like that happened in Romulan, to the Romulans first? What if the Romulans created a rogue AI? That's too obvious, right? That they created a rogue AI, it went bonkers, they decided to close it down. The thing that I am afraid of, the thing that I am concerned of, and that I want to end this episode on as we're contemplating why, is if you go back to that Babel 1 episode, we see the beginnings of the Borg. We see the green lights because, you know, everything Romulan is green, right? So we see a person attached to a machine and able to do all kinds of things. Please don't tell me that the Romulans accidentally created the Borg and that it fled out into deep space and then slowly made its way back. I'm hoping that that's not the answer we're going to get to. That's the one that I fear most. And I wish I had a better solution to this. I think that the three that we brought up, of the three that we brought up, two are most likely that it is leftover xenophobia from before, from the time of the Civil War, or that they destroy, almost destroyed themselves with an AI and thus have decided that all AI is evil. The thing that this doesn't answer, and I think is very interesting that the series will have to answer, is why they never went after Data after they found out that he existed. Because they knew he existed. I don't know. We'll, ha we'll have to see how this gets answered, but I really love this episode, and I hope you have enjoyed it as well. If you liked my episode and haven't already, please do take a moment to rate it in whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, I would love to hear from you. If you go to the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me, find out about everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. Yeah, I've been working on a lot, got a lot going on. If you want to become a part of the project, little as a dollar a month in the show notes, you'll find a link to both listener support and my Patreon. Thank you to everybody who does that. And if you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right. But if you know somebody that you think would like anything that I do, please share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. Alrighty. I'm really loving Star Trek Picard and I hope you are too. Thought this would be kind of a different way to do a review. Let me know what you think. And until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.